Are you tired of making decisions that don't reflect who you are or where you want to be? Life is busy and worry, stress, trying to keep up with the shoulds and need tos, and the constant pressure to please others just pulls you away from being you and doing you. Well, welcome to Coffee with the Universe with Laura Goldstein, a coming home to yourself. As a psychotherapist, professional psychic, spiritual teacher, influential speaker, and adventurer, we'll have fun and practical conversations around how to know and listen to the soul part of yourself. During this live call-in show, Laura will engage the real you with card pulls, share guidance from the universe, and help you let go of the past so you can make choices that reflect your greater purpose to be who you were created to be. Grab your favorite cup of joe, come sit down with Laura, and let's start the journey. Coffee with the Universe starts now. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Coffee with the Universe. I am your host, Laura Goldstein. And today we're going to be talking about living with a false sense of self. The tagline for this show is come home to yourself. And what I mean by that is coming home to the part of you that's the authentic part, not the part that is a role that you play or a particular job that you have, not the part that tries to meet the expectations of others or feels obligated by a bunch of shoulds, the real you, the the soul part of you. However, so many of us are disconnected from that. And we have this false sense of self as to who we truly are. And it's that, that place, that center of truth that is really the epicenter of making aligned decisions and wisdom and knowledge of knowing exactly what to do and what path to follow. And it's our, our sense of purpose as well. I talk a lot about purpose. So today we're going to talk about discovering the real you and, and dive more into uh, the that, that false sense of self and where that comes from. So today's episode is for you if you feel a little bit damaged by your past experiences and you're judging who you are based on that. If you're a little confused about your life's purpose, if you're feeling like every day is a struggle, or if your inner critic does not seem to shut up, this is the show for you. And uh, we're going to talk, we're going to break this down into three segments. So the first, uh, before the first break, we're going to talk about what self is not. It's always easy to kind of know what we don't want. We're very aware of when things are not working, but we don't always understand what will work or we don't understand what we do want. We we think we know what we want, but that is not always the case. So we're going to address what the self is not. Uh, we're then going to, in the second segment, talk about what the self actually is, what that looks like. And then the last segment, we're going to talk about how to know your real self and knowing your real self. This is the source of inner peace. So if you're a highly anxious person, this is where you can actually come back to that peace and calm within. It's the source of confidence, not the fleeting kind like, oh, I just gave an amazing presentation and, you know, I feel awesome and I rock. Um, This is the kind of confidence that really lasts because it's you're solid in who you are. And also clarity around purpose. So like I said before, when you're questioning your purpose, the closer you can get to 
your soul self, the more clear that purpose becomes. Now, this is a live call-in show. If you're watching on the Transformation Talk Radio Facebook page, please feel free to add comments. I am offering support today for anyone who wants to maybe uncover a belief or something that's no longer serving them, um, that's maybe keeping them stuck in that, that false idea of self. So if you would like to participate, please feel free to call in 1-800-930. 2819 or go ahead and type in your request in the Facebook chat if you're there. Okay, let us dive into what self is not. All right, yourself is not your mind. I want you to think of, all right, so think of your brain because yourself is not your brain either. Your brain is like a computer. Your mind is like the software that runs behind the scenes and is the more like logic, if this, then that. So your mind is the software and these are your thoughts, your beliefs, your assumptions, but we are none of that. So let's break this down a little bit because I really want you to be clear as to why this isn't you. Now, your mind, your ego would love you to think that that's your real self because it takes pride in you know, being good and being in charge and wanting to make sure you're safe. So your mind will always wanna try and convince you that that is the real you. However, um, your mind is made up of, of thoughts. And if you consider how many thoughts you have in a day, if you were your thoughts, every time a thought disappeared, like you wouldn't exist, you would, you would be gone. And that's not the case. I mean, we have tons of thoughts. Every minute we're having a bunch of thoughts, positive ones, negative ones. So if we were our actual thoughts, every time a thought disappeared, we would like vanish. It reminds me of, of that movie with Drew Barrymore where um, she lost her short-term memory of oh, oh, uh, 50 first dates or something like that, where like if we were a thought, we would disappear. We'd come back and be like, oh, hey, we're new again. We're just consciousness. We're like a little baby. So we aren't our thoughts. We aren't our beliefs either because you know that as we move through life, our beliefs change they um alter we we grow you know first when we're young we might adopt familial beliefs but then some of those beliefs don't serve us anymore and we kind of pick and choose so they change as well our assumptions we aren't our assumptions um that is kind of like you find yourself to be incorrect about something you change your mind you know anything that is a part of you where change can occur, that's not the real you because the second that change happens, then you disappear with it. So the ego is the I that tries to create a sense of identity based on your thoughts, your beliefs, your assumptions, but it really can't, it struggles with it. It's always an ongoing problem, which is why people struggle with life purpose because thoughts, beliefs, and attitudes even roles that you play change. You don't play the same roles, you know, now at say, you know, in your forties and fifties than you did when you were, you know, in your twenties and twenties, maybe you were a student. Now you could be, you know, a, a wife, a husband, you have a career. So 
we, the ego tries to identify with that, but it's always grasping at something and it's always changing because something comes and other things go. And if you, you're turning to your mind for a sense of identity, it's almost like Google going to Google and typing in, who am I? And expecting to get an accurate result. I wonder what happened if you like Googled, who am I? Um, should ask Siri that too, or Alexa. It's like, Alexa, who am I? I ask her crazy questions sometimes just to see what she would say. You know, the, the computer doesn't know this stuff. So trying to ask your mind, who am I? Is like Googling, who am I? It just, you're not going to get a, a straight, accurate, efficient answer if you get a reasonable answer at all. Okay, so your true self is not that. Your true self is also not your body. Your body is just the temple, the container for your soul. It's the house. It's what allows us to have a human experience because as a soul, as a spirit, we need to be able to interact with the third dimensional world. So the body is really just a house. So your aches and pains and illness, you know, illness, a lot of people identify with their illness and it's like oh i am cancer or i am i i have this i own it but our body is really not who we truly are it's just a, a physical manifestation to hold our essence you are also not your emotions those also come and go and here we we do confuse ourselves as well by saying like I am depressed, kind of like that's who I am versus I am feeling depressed. So our emotions come and go like our thoughts and beliefs. So if we identify with our feelings, the second it disappears, then, oh my gosh, we would disappear too. Okay. So it's, it's not the emotions. They come and go. Some are great. Some are not so great. Um, but watch your language around this. I encourage you to do that because it's amazing. You know, even when we're like, oh, I am happy instead of I am feeling happy, it is trying to identify that this is me, but it's not. You are also not your experiences. And this is a big one, especially for those who grew up with some kind of emotional or physical abuse or family dysfunction. Maybe they've been programmed that they're not worthy of love. And as a child, when you cannot leave that situation and you are basically trapped in the circumstance, you're trying to cope as best as possible, you do start to adopt those beliefs and you take them on. So when you believe like, I am an unworthy, unlovable person that sucks at math, so therefore I can never do anything math related, um, then you're basically identifying with an experience that you've had versus who you truly are. Okay, so, you know, being, being or tying yourself to something that you've experienced also changes because just like if you grew up and had maybe some trauma from an early childhood experience, you can certainly heal from that as well with support and help. So that also is fleeting. And to a lot of it's not really in our control. When we think about experiences, you know, things happen, reality happens. As much as we would love to be able to control reality, 
we can't, we can't control nature. We can't control what other people do. And so attaching our identity to something that is, you know, isn't in our control is just gambling. You know, when we define ourselves by our experiences and by the things we can't control, it's like, playing Russian roulette, you never know what you're going to get. Sometimes you have great experiences and you feel uplifted and amazing. And, you know, you are someone who is confident and successful and, you know, rocks the house. And then the other times you, you might leave feeling broken, damaged, unworthy, being a victim of violence or whatever it is. And now we are someone who is helpless and not capable. And so how do you really define yourself around something that's constantly changing? Um, you can't do that. And here's, here's a good example of that. So like, let's say you're, you're uh, an accountant and do you go to work today saying, I am an accountant and I will do accounting all day today. Now you might not say that to yourself, but that's kind of what you assume because you've played, you know, that role as an accountant, that's your education, that's your career. So you assume that you're going to go work and do accounting all day. Um, but then if you come home that night and you have a leaky faucet, so you get the wrench out and you tighten things up, do you wake up the next day and like pr proudly declare, I'm a plumber. And then you spend that day going to fix other people's sinks and toilets. No, just because you have the experience of playing a plumber's role, it doesn't change you into a plumber. And that's the biggest mistake that people make around purpose is that they think, oh, this is a job. And so this is my purpose. This is who I am. I am an accountant. I am a plumber. And the reality is, is that your mind clings to whatever comes its way that day. Um, and then it starts formulating like good or bad feelings based on, you know, trying to feel okay and, and be okay on the inside and feel good. It's like being on a giant roller coaster when you're trying to identify with all of those parts of you that aren't really you. Okay. And so yourself is not that single job. Now, a lot of, we get a lot of messages from society that our purpose in life is our career. And that's not really the case when we talk about what purpose in, in like your true self is. I'll go a little more into that, but it, it's really not a single job because again, what happens if you get laid off and you switch jobs. Does that mean that your self changes? No. Um, I also did. I also talked a lot about what purpose is and isn't in the last Coffee with the Universe show. That's episode number seven. So if you are on the constant search for purpose and and just speaking on purpose resonates to you, go check out check that out. But I did want to mention it here because this is just something that people associate self with. Who am I? I'm an accountant, a plumber, a mom, a wife, a busy executive. And finally, self is not your zodiac sign. Now, I am a firm believer in the accuracy of astrology. 
Um, I am not an astrologist and I don't report to know how to like find any of that information about your natal chart and birth sign and what house is where. I, I don't know how to do that, but I do know from working with practitioners, the information is accurate. However, this is really more associated with personality traits. Now, astrologists might disagree. Hello, Kat, he always shows up here. Um, astrologists might disagree because there is a little bit of overlap between this and like your soul and where your soul is born and star systems and things like that. But when I look at myself as a Libra and I look at those traits, this is descriptive more of my personality and how I show up in the world versus who I am at soul level and knowing the difference, like knowing myself as a Libra versus knowing myself at soul level as a divine communicator, I can see how, how this is different and how the Zodiac sign really speaks more to my personality. Okay. So these are really all the things that self is not. And as I'm talking to you about it, you probably already know this, but if we aren't paying attention and really having that awareness on a daily basis, it's really easy to start and slip into patterns where we're identifying that this is me. And then because of this, this is how I need to feel. Or, or, and, and then we get like emotionally wrapped up in it. Okay. All right, so we are going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to dive into who self is. I just want to remind you, this is a live call-in show. You can request some support of maybe digging up a belief that you're identifying with that isn't working anymore. Uh, because our mind works on autopilot, it's not always obvious. So it is nice when we can use like certain tools to help uncover something that maybe you're ready to release, but you just not aren't aware that you aren't aware of. So to call in dial 1-800-930-2819, or if you're watching live on Facebook, you can certainly uh, type in the chat and I will see you after the break. The finder of lost things. Exploring your superpowers of trust, healing, and transformation with me, Hannah Belton. When my brother Christian went missing, I completely denied my grief. We can either transform and transition, or we can stay stagnant. This podcast will uncover the process that Christian and I went on to find the lost things, him, and to find the parts of me that were missing. And there's things that are missing in you that prevent you from letting go, whether it's a person, a dream, a lifestyle. That process of trusting and finding the lost pieces and, and integrating them, that's where you get your sustainable transition that will carry on. Tune in every Monday at 9am Pacific on transformationtalkradio.com. You can find me at hannahvelton.online. Tired of not losing the weight? You need a healthy solution for weight loss that protects your muscle mass as the fat burns away naturally. Holistic Medical Center has the healthy option for your weight loss concerns. Lose one to three pounds per day in 21 days naturally under our physician supervision. Call Holistic Medical Center 425 425- 
451-0404 or on the web, drdarvish.com, D-R-D-A-R-V-I-S-H.com. What we've been taught and told is not all there is. Life is all about energy, and the energy you feel is real. Tune into the Energy Paradigm each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com with Dr. Vic. The Energy Paradigm is an eye-opening, mind-shifting, transformative and earth-shattering way to live, work and do business that will enable you to unlock your magic every day. Visit TheEnergyParadigm.com Has your kindness been used against you? Are you ready to clear the confusion and reconnect with your power? Then it's time to become Toxic Person Proof. Join Toxic Relationship Specialist Sarah K. Ramsey as she gives you the secrets to rebuilding and rebranding your life after a toxic person encounter. It's time to get past the past, get real about the present, and get serious about your future. For more information, visit sarahkramsey.com. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Pat. Hey, are you loving Shades of Spirit Radio? Well, mark your calendars. Shades of Spirit goes live in a new time spot every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific time on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Yeah, you heard that right. Psychic medium genius, Spirit Walker Nicole, 5 p.m. every Wednesday. Live readings, giveaways, oracle cards, and lots of fun. So be there. Call into the show at 1-800-930-2819 and visit ShadesOfSpirit.com. Hello, Laura Goldstein here with Coffee with the Universe. Welcome back. We are knee deep in a discussion about who is the real me. Instead of identifying with a false sense of self, which just leads to anxiety, stress, overwhelm, um, depression, low self-confidence, we want to identify with the part of us that is truth. So let's talk about, we talked about in the last segment, what self is not. So let's talk about who or what is your real self. So the real self goes by many names and you can call it what you want. Uh, Some people refer to it as the soul. I do. Um, I also refer to it as the spirit Some call it consciousness. Um, Some call it like awareness. I've even heard like inner witness. Really, it doesn't matter what you call it because it means the same thing. It's essentially the you that is conscious and aware. The you that is the observer of all your thoughts your emotions, your body aches, and your experiences. So if you think about this, um, you you know that you're having a thought. Like if, if you're having an off day and your thoughts seem to be stuck in negativity, if you are a, a pretty aware person or you have a little bit of awareness, you will notice that. You're going to say, wow, you know, I'm having a really off day and my, you know, my mind is like just criticizing me and it's kind of stuck in this negativity. You know that who is the you that knows this? It's not your thought. Your thought is, oh, today sucks. And I can't believe this is happening to me. And, you know, you you should have done this better. I mean, that that's your thought. So you are the observer of this happening. 
Same with the emotions. When you feel love, how do you know that you feel love? Who is feeling that? You are. It's like, oh, yeah, this is love. I mean, it's like you're consciously aware. When you lose someone and experience that grief, whether it's a breakup or death, you experience the sadness. Who knows this? Who knows? I'm feeling sad. Who knows that? You do. It's that consciousness. Uh, when your body hurts in places that you didn't even know could hurt because you did a two-hour, very advanced, backbend-focused yoga workshop, true story, who knows this? When your butt hurts and you're like, wow, I didn't know my butt could hurt so bad. Um, it's like you are the observer of that. You aren't that pain, but you know this. And if the pain subsides, do you go away too? No. So the, the real you is that witness. It's almost like um, you're, let's say like you're at a movie theater and you are at, like, people say the seat of consciousness. And this is what it means. You, let's say you are in the seat at the movie theater you are watching the movie screen and on the movie screen, you are seeing your thoughts go by, you're seeing like your emotions, you are seeing any assumptions or judgments float by, you are seeing feelings. It's like you are witnessing this. You aren't those things, you're, you're happily sitting in the seat in the movie theater. I mean, when you go to the movies and you are watching a show or like a, like Jurassic Park, why Jurassic Park? I don't know, that just came out of my head. You know, you're not really there. You're not like, oh, I am that person that is in the car fleeing from the dinosaur. I'm not, that. it's like, you know that there's separation there. You're just watching this for entertainment. So <laughs> your true self is almost like that now some things yes i think that our soul self has a sense of humor so it can be like oh my gosh i can't believe that ah, you know not in a, a judgmental way i don't want to make it sound like the ego but i think that the soul can have a sense of humor like oh haha i'm watching this silly humans um and at the same time it just knows that this doesn't really mean anything you are still that that person sitting in that seat. So I hope that makes sense because like the seat of consciousness can really be a more difficult concept to wrap your brain around. So we know that we are this consciousness. We can't be our thoughts and emotions. They, they come and go. Um, do you, you don't, you know, the, the thoughts that you had when you were a kid, you even remember those? No way, it'd be impossible. So you as the observer, are just witnessing this as you go through life and experience different stages. So awareness, consciousness, soul, spirit, this all equals energy. And there are many different schools of thought about like what a soul is, it's energy, we're all the same. I've heard like we are all one single energy. And I do believe that the soul is all part of the same vital force source energy. So we are all connected that way. And me personally, I know this because sometimes I feel very expansive and open, like th that moment when you 
feel like such gratitude and, or you're taking a walk and you're like, oh, it's so beautiful. And you just feel the love pouring through. That's when like my real self is, is there because it's open and feels expansive. When I'm feeling low energy and a little bit negative, depressed, then I'm closed. Like I feel contracted. And then that's when we are not really connected to or identifying with or in touch with that real part of ourselves. So my philosophy is that our real self is who we are at soul level. Um, and this is too based on my professional experience reading souls and from the information that I received. So we kind of went over like the general concept of who the real self is. It's, it's the soul, it's the consciousness. And like the consciousness never changes. I mean, if you, when you looked in the mirror, when you were say 10 years old, it's the same you that's looking in the mirror. Now you might look physically different because your body has certainly changed, but it's still the same you. It's it, it doesn't change. And at soul level, our energetic makeup doesn't change. It doesn't come and go like our false sense of self. As a soul, we are this energy. And, and this, these are the building blocks. And that is consistent from lifetime to lifetime. That just doesn't change. Our soul doesn't need to change. It's perfect right where, like right as it is. So let me give you an example of what I mean by the soul being an energy. Souls are made up of a primary energy, which I equate to kind of like the soul purpose, the essence, what it's designed to do. So for example, my primary energy is communication. I am a natural teacher of both written and spoken words, like coming up with copy and things to talk about is super easy for me. It's just what I do naturally. I feel in flow and it's authentic. So just like you would have a brain-based strength, this part of you has a, a primary gift, this energy that kind of like you're created as a soul to do this. I, I don't believe that all souls are created exactly the same. I think that would be like having a world where like the only career option is that of accounting. Oh, I'm picking on all the accountants today, maybe because it's tax time and I've been calling my accountant a lot. Um, but it'd be like living in a world where the only job is that of an accountant. It's There's no diversity in that and nothing else would get done except for taxes. So just like we have brain-based strengths and, and that's different. Remember our brain is like the computer. There are different ways that we compute. Some can do math in their head. Some are great at synthesizing and, and bringing information together. So our brain does have strengths, but that is more of like an asset to who we are at Solar. I feel like our brain-based strengths are like, not the foundation of your house, but the 
the decorations, the granite countertops, the, you know, arched windows or the tray in the ceilings. It's almost like it's a supplement to the core, that, that soul part of you, that, that primary energy is that most essential piece that really supports you in creating um, fulfillment in, in your work, in your life, and it helps you to create the abundance that you want. So as a soul, we have that primary energy that really kind of determines how we are in flow and it's never changing it's pure love energy and so therefore your real self is your spirit your soul who you are at soul level but that that and also the energetic building blocks of how your soul is formed okay and i know it's a little bit um, abstract to think about. There's not really like a, a picture that I can show you. Um, when I work with people, it makes sense because I'm teaching them about who they are at soul level. I talk to them about their primary energy, their strengths, and it makes sense to them. They're like, oh, I get that. I've tapped into that before. I have felt that. And we know that everybody, well, most people have, if, especially if you're, you're watching this because you um, believe in, you know, yourself as a divine being, you've, you know, deep into personal growth and development. I mean, most people that are listening to Transformation Talk Radio are here because they are on the path to wellness and to really knowing themselves better, to being authentic. So you've already probably experienced those moments where you're just connected to yourself and you're like, oh my gosh, I just feel so amazing, so expansive. So you know it's there. It's now a matter of what does that really look like? Um, let's, you know, going deeper and in, in what are my soul strengths and what is my primary energy and, and who am I that's not constantly changing that just steady, grounded, stable part of me that is just the observer. And the beauty about being the observer, and this is why it's so wonderful, like when you're working with people who are experiencing anxiety or overwhelm, when you know you're just the observer, you can almost detach yourself from what is going on. So if you are, let's say at work and you are having an argument with your boss or a colleague or something, and it got heated and nasty, and you're starting to you know, feel miserable and maybe doubt yourself, you can say, you know what? I am not this. This experience is not a reflection of me. At soul level, I am a divine communicator. I am calm. I am grounded. And I am just watching this like a movie. I am just watching what's going on. And when you can just relax into that place of watching and not like being in it, then you experience a, a decrease and uh, stress, anxiety, whatever it is that you're feeling. It's like your body automatically relaxes. It's the difference between watching the Jurassic Park and being like, oh, 
you know, these dinosaurs are there, but they're not really there. So I don't need to be afraid versus actually being in the movie and believing you're in the movie and being chased by a very large dinosaur with very large teeth that could eat you. Right. So that's the difference. It's this is who I am, and I'm going to sit back, be the observer, and detach from this experience because this isn't who I am. And I'm just going to relax into it because like every experience, thought, feeling, this is going to pass, and I don't need to make it mean anything. Okay. After the break, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we're going to talk about how to know your real self for greater happiness and peace within. I'm going to talk a little bit about how I work with people. And uh, it is your last chance to call in and request support today. Our mind does work on autopilot. So sometimes it's not really obvious. Sometimes it is hiding from us. So last chance, you can call in 1-800-930-2819 or use the Facebook chat to ask a question. I will see you after the break. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. And yes, our office is open and we are doing strictly phone consultations. If you would like to call and get tuned up, it's perfect time with everything that's going on and things aren't calming down. Pick up the phone and give us a call. It's quick and easy and it's fun. If you'd like more information on it, you can look at maryjanemack.com or call our office at 888-777-4232. Welcome to Light Body Wisdom with internationally known light body whisperer, Grace Home. She will make you laugh and yawn as you release lifetimes of trauma and begin to feel much lighter. Your divine gifts may be activated, allowing you to weave light into the fabric of the world. Are you ready to be your own light and shine? For more information about Grace, visit gracegehome.com. That's gracegehome.com. Are you ready to let go of the I can'ts that are holding you down? Valerie Trujillo invites you to join her community on a mission to collectively heal as a tribe, where your vulnerability is heard and reciprocated. So tune in to Love and Light with the Crystal Blue Oracle every second and fourth Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information about Valerie and her work, visit CrystalBlueOracle.com. Transition, simultaneously the most difficult and vital part of the human experience. Without change, how would we grow? Tune in to Grounding Into Your Radiance with Stacy Barber every second and fourth Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Step into your truth and allow the light into your life. For more information about Stacy and her services, visit StacyBarber.com. That's Stacy S-T-A-C-I-E, Barber.com. Hi everyone, I'm Dr. Pat. Hey, are you loving Shades of Spirit Radio? Well, mark your calendars. Shades of Spirit goes live in a new time spot every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific time on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Yeah, you heard that right. Psychic medium genie and spirit walker Nicole. 5 p.m. every Wednesday. Live readings, giveaways, oracle cards, and lots of fun. So be there. Call into the show at 1-800-930-2819 and visit ShadesOfSpirit.com. Take the power of essential oil healing to the next level with the Essential Light Insight Deck containing 61 oracle cards. 
Each card holds a painting and message that captures the spirit of an essential oil. By drawing a card, you'll illuminate the spiritual healing capacity of plants and transform your day. For more information about the Essential Light Insight Deck and Gen Reaper, visit thriveology.com. Hello and welcome back to Coffee with the Universe. I am your host, Laura Goldstein, and today we are having discussion on having or associating with either the false sense of self or the real you. And why do we want to do this? Because when we identify with our real self, then we experience inner peace, abundance, joy. So there are benefits to learning who you really are instead of being all stressed and overwhelmed and anxious trying to identify and deal with maybe a role, a past experience, what you think you should be doing, etc. So in this last segment, we're going to talk about how to know your real self. We talked about who your real self is, who your real self isn't. And now we're going to talk about how to know your real self, how to get to know that part of you. Um, we did, uh, I did have a comment in Facebook from Bob, and I like this because he says that I am that I am. And in this term, I am that I am is referred to in a lot of spiritual texts, um, like A Course in Miracles. Um, a lot of uh, yogis will use this phrase. And basically, I am, I am greater than my roles, my experiences. I am that which is pure divine energy. And we are all an extension of that. We are all part of that pure source energy. And uh, he said that the mind is just a tool that, that he uses. And that is so true. That's why I often explain it like a computer and software, because your mind is a tool. Um, it's not meant to guide you or make decisions for you. It's like going to Google again and typing in Google, oh, who am I? Should I marry Bob? You know, it's like, what, you know, you wouldn't ask that of just a, a tool. A tool is there to help guide, but it's not going to give you those answers. But knowing yourself and connecting to your real self, that is where you're going to get the answer. So let's talk about how to do that. Okay. Um, the first piece is really understanding that our soul is perfectly created. There are no fears. There are no worries about past or what's going to happen. So when you are connecting with that part of you, if you like note a hint of fear or that voice is a fearful voice or it's worried about you know, the future or it's ruminating over the past. That is not, that's, that's not you talking. That's not part of you. So when you are connecting with your real self, please note that that is pure love energy. It's not going to have any of that. And you, the real you, your consciousness exists in the present moment. So this is why mindfulness is used a lot to help people come back to a sense of peace. You know, people that are maybe ruminating over the past that are stressing, worrying about things. Mindfulness is used because our consciousness is really only here right now in the present. Our consciousness cannot be dealing with something that 
you know, happened when we were 10, but also being right here. It's, it's not a multitasker. So being mindful and just focusing on the present moment is the first step to really coming home to yourself and knowing yourself. It's, you know, that you can't meditate and be in peace if you are worried about a big presentation tomorrow, or you are rehashing some argument that you had with your spouse two weeks ago, there is no meditating and you know this. So mindfulness is a tool to help us connect to our real selves. Now, you know, the trouble is, you know, you, you have to be like very diligent about being mindful, constantly bringing yourself back to the present moment. And you need that in order to use these other tools to, again, connect to yourself. So for example, and you, you might've already tried some of these meditation Well, we have to be present, we have to be mindful and let's meditate on connecting to my real self, to knowing my real self. And there's nothing wrong with that. It can take a long time and you know, meditation is really a skill. There's, it, it takes a lot of practice. It's not easy to meditate. I mean, I set my timer for seven minutes and some days it's a struggle for me. And I've been doing this for many years now, but still it, it's a practice. So you can use meditation, but if you're not skilled at it, it's going to be a little slow going. Journaling, a lot of people journal to connect themselves. They do like that um, conscious uh, streaming conscious, what is it? It's called like a morning pages or something like that, where you're just streaming consciousness. And that works too, to get like little insights and tidbits. So there's nothing wrong with practicing mindfulness and meditation and doing some journaling. And some people love to go on like a eat, eat, what is it? Eat, pray, love sabbatical somewhere to try to connect to themselves to, you know, learn who they truly are. I mean, that's great. Some people are adventurous and, you know, we'll take a six month sabbatical, but for the most part, the rest of us just kind of want to know so that we can get on with whatever it is we're trying to accomplish in our life. So some of these tools take a long time. And if you're on a path to self-discovery, you know, no big deal. You can take as much um, time as you need. Now, some people do mistakenly get caught up in the tool that they're using. Um, and then they, you know, falsely identify themselves as a spiritual being because I read tarot and then they say, well, I'm enlightened spiritually because I meditate for two hours a day. And it's like, no, that doesn't make you a spiritual being that doesn't make you a soulful being those things are just tools. You are a soulful being just because you are, just because you are a soul that was divinely created. So the tools don't really, you know, equate to now I'm sp a spiritual being. Then you're just associating with an experience, not with the pure energy itself. Um, some people have tried, maybe you've tried like tarot cards to connect to yourself. Um, and I remember um, a client who was, who came and was like, oh, you know, I got the tower. And it's like, when I'm trying to identify with myself and I get a tower where they're like, there's a crashing down building. What exactly does that mean? What does that say about me? Does that mean like I'm 
destined to be in crumbles all the time. So we can misread to a lot of these tools that we're trying to use to connect to yourself. So there's nothing wrong with it. It just depends on, you know, if you want the long way, more indirect path, or do you want a more direct path? So the more direct path is working with someone like myself, I've been trained to do this, who can actually read people at soul level. And it's really reading energy. This isn't, you know, some major, like, oh, unique, special gift. I mean, we all read energy. You all, we all can meet somebody and be like, oh, you know, they kind of have a good vibe or no, not so much. It's basically just reading energy, but I've been trained to know what I'm looking for. When I'm reading who someone is at soul level, I'm looking at their primary energies. What are those building blocks? How can I adequately convey to my client who they are? Here's their purpose. Here are their strengths. Here is where your soul came from. And it makes sense because it's reading about somebody. It's a very direct route versus kind of like the do-it-yourself process. I mean, I know if I had to DIY my taxes, there'd be a lot of pain and suffering involved and it would take me a very long time versus just, you know, paying somebody to do it for me. It's quick and easy. Now, are there people who want to learn how to do their taxes? Sure, absolutely. Um, but, you know, when I wanted to get to know myself, like, and that's the reason why I'm in this work. It's like, I went through this process of questioning, who am I? What is my greater purpose? I'm tired of feeling stressed and anxious and overwhelmed all the time. Who am I? And when I found the right supports to help me understand, it was like, oh, that makes sense. I was able to, to get a solid understanding of who I really was. And when I could do that, it really helped me detach. It helped me to sit in that seat and detach from what's going on because I knew no matter the external circumstance, no matter the chaos or what someone was saying about me, or maybe what my ego was like beating myself up over, I knew that that wasn't me because I had that foundation, that framework, that structure of the house to ground me. So when you can, so when I can say to myself, you know, I am pure love energy. I am a divine communicator. This is who I am. There's nothing that anybody can do to change this. Just find a way to stand in that power and maybe make some tweaks to what I'm doing, make some adjustments, whatever it is. It's like, I can always come back to that sense of self, that knowing myself, that true self, and then just be the witness and the observer to what's going on. I can kind of relax and release into my movie chair and just observe and let it go. All right, so there are benefits to this because it creates 
happiness and inner peace. You start making choices and living by who you are at soul level. You start to know the difference between the who that is guiding you. Uh, for example, when you really start to connect, and I, and I do help people get a visual, like I help my clients get a visual as to who they are at soul level, just so we can wrap our brain around it. I mean, this is really a tool for the mind's sake, because a lot of this is abstract. It can be hard to understand. Uh, so we get a visual, but once you do that, you have a better sense of who is guiding you at the time. Is it that calm, expansive energy, or is it like the all over the place drama loving mind? So you, you then start to learn at a deeper level what's going on i'm aware who is guiding me who's driving my bus and who do i want to listen to how can i come back to that seat of consciousness and relax release let this go or just adapt what i'm doing to be more in alignment so when you are honoring your real self and listening to that you're following your inner gps your inner gps never leads you astray um, and, you know, two, what's beautiful about knowing your real self and connecting to that is that you start to not be concerned about what other people expect from you. Um, it's almost like you can make choices, even if it's not popular with your family, your friends, you, your colleagues, you start doing those things that is right for you because you are being guided by your real self. And that's a beautiful thing because trying to live life based on someone else's rules and what they expect from you is, is, is very frustrating and it's very depleting. So when you can stand in your ground, even if it's not popular with people, um, it's, it's a beautiful thing. It really does show and demonstrate your confidence. So um, if knowing your real self speaks to you, I do offer a soul purpose session. You can find that on www.loregoldstein, L-O-R-E, G-O-L-D-S-T-E-I-N dot com. Um, this is a session through Zoom. It's recorded. Um, and it really is a transformational experience. And it's really for those who are serious about really diving into the, this work. Um, so go check it out. I'll give you, um, like if you go to lauregoldstein.com, it, it, it goes through everything, like what's included and things like that. So head on over there if you're interested. All right, to close, we are running out of time here. So I just want to end with you aren't your thoughts, your emotions, your body or experiences. If you were, you would have vanished into thin air at a very young age as your very first thoughts, emotions or experiences came and went. Listening to the mind that just grasps onto anything to try and feel better is a surefire way to struggle, but learning to be your soul self, the observer, gives you the choice to find solace in the perfect energy that you are. You've been listening to Coffee with the Universe with Laura Goldstein. Thank you for taking a break and giving yourself this time in joining Laura 
for Coffee with the Universe. Knowing yourself and listening to your inner guidance are the first steps to creating more joy, fulfillment, abundance, and peace. Make sure to come back next time on TransformationTalkRadio.com to do more live card polls, share tips, and ideas to help you let go of things that are no longer working so that you can truly be yourself. If you'd like more information or to set up a Being Doing guidance session with Lore, please visit loregoldstein.com. That's loregoldstein.com. Don't forget next time, visit with Lore on TransformationTalkRadio.com.